This is Red FM's News Extra, Cork's brand new daily news podcast. It's Wednesday lunchtime. I'm Jamie O'Hara with Red FM's daily news podcast. 500 new jobs have been announced for Cork this morning. Here's how we reported that in our morning bulletins. Cork is set for a large jobs boost with the announcement of 500 new jobs at professional services company Accenture. The majority of the jobs in digital supply chain, cloud computing and artificial intelligence will be based in Cork and the wider Munster area, while some roles will be available in Dublin. The company says they're looking forward to working with both UCC and MTU, while Taoiseach Michal Martin has welcomed the jobs as an important boost for the Cork economy. Speaking to Red FM News, Accenture's Managing Director in Ireland, Alistair Blair, outlines why the company chose Cork. It is the heartland of the life sciences industry and has been for many years. Obviously, other other cities and areas have life sciences operations, but Cork has been at the, the very heart of that industry for many years. So I say Cork selected itself, but also because some almost three years ago, we acquired a company that became part of the family called ESP, who are specialists in the manufacturing area uh, for life sciences companies. It's hoped the Weir in Ballincollig will be repaired as part of the Lower Leaf Flood Relief Scheme. This is how Kira Revens covered that story earlier today. The Lord Mayor of the City says the Office of Public Works are looking into whether they can incorporate repairs to the Weir and Ballincollig into the Lower Lee Flood Relief Scheme. Councillor Colin Kelleher met with Minister of State Patrick O'Donovan yesterday at Ballincollig Regional Park to discuss progress on the project. The Weir collapsed in 2014 and there have been calls to repair it since then due to the dangers posed by the currents following the collapse. 38-year-old Bernard Gaisley from Ballincollig died in the Weir in August 2020 when he entered the water to save his younger brother, leading his family to campaign for the weir to be repaired. Speaking to Red FM News, Lord Mayor of the City Councillor Colm Gallagher says he's confident the weir will be prioritised for repairs. I spoke with the Minister, it was a very positive engagement with him. Um, they're looking at the possibility of incorporating it in with the Lower Leaf Flood Relief Scheme um, so it will have to be part of, of a larger scheme but um, in, to use the words of the Minister, uh, they're in it for the long haul. So with the Department on side and with the OPW on side and with Cork City Council on side, I'm sure that you know it's not going to be a quick fix but I'm sure that in the fullness of time we can get a result and get it fixed Catch up on Cork with our new daily news podcast Red FM News Extra. I'm Rory on Sport and Scotland manager Steve Clark says they have a lot to be happy about despite being knocked out of the European Championships. They were hoping to make it to the knockout stages for the first time in a major tournament but lost 3-1 to Croatia at Hamden Park. Clark says they've got a lot to work on. Listen, we have to get better at everything. We've also conceded a number of goals in the tournament that I think were preventable. We have to get better in every department but we have improved a lot over the two years that I've been head coach. And what we have to do is we have to keep improving, we have to keep getting better and better and make sure that we don't have have to wait so long before we qualify for the next tournament. England meanwhile topped their group. The one win of the Czech Republic at Wembley saw them finish top of Group D. Raheem Sterling scored the only goal of the game. They'll now face one of France, Germany or Portugal in the second round. The last 16 lineup meanwhile will be completed tonight. First up in Group B at 5. Spain need a win over Slovakia to be assured of progression to the last 16. Sweden are already guaranteed to get out of Group B and a win over Poland will see them top the group. Those games kick off at 5pm. Elsewhere Germany face Hungary in Munich while Budapest host the meeting of Portugal and France. The French already guaranteed the last 16 spot. Those matches start at 8. And in Gaelic games, there are two games this evening in the Red FM Hurling Leagues. In League 2A, Cantor host Ballymartle at 8. And in League 8, Castlemartle take on Sarsfields at 7.30. The five biggest stories in Cork today. This is Red FM's News Extra. It's an interesting story making the front of the sun this morning, uh, one of the red tops. It talks about um, the pop payment being used to fund terror. 
the headline is Islamic Welfare State. The front page story saying that uh, jihadi suspects are using welfare payments to fund terror groups overseas during the pandemic, according to The Sun. Counter-terrorism Gardaí found PUP payments, uh, cash if you like, being transferred to groups like Islamic State in Syria and they made 18 arrests linked to these probes. They say the suspected financing of extremist terrorist groups is happening all over Ireland. And they're using the pandemic pop payment for it. I wonder if dole is used or is it just the pandemic pop that's being used or other kind of forms of welfare payments also being used to send money overseas like that. But much of the the uh, speculation now, um, I suppose we could all kind of live without, uh, you know, going on the lash or going for a few pints, could we? But it's the publicans and the businesses and the and the employees. That's what this is all about. The reopening of hospitality, I think. Getting businesses open. Um, and uh, the Mirror this morning says that they're going to pass an emergency law now to allow drinkers to have pints outside pubs. I mean, I know that the guards were saying that it would be discretionary, as in they were going to use cop on and leave people alone. But they're going to make a law instead just to copper fasten it. But um, Mio Martin's quite upbeat uh, about, uh, you know, reopening for indoor hospitality in a fortnight's time. And he says, so far, so good. So he's fairly upbeat about that. But they won't actually be making a final call on it until tomorrow week, Thursday week. Uh, but the summer freedoms could face a, sus- a setback, according to the Mail today, because of the Delta variant. Like the Mail says, summer freedom facing a setback. Indoor dining and foreign holidays may be delayed amid concerns over the variant. I, I think I read somewhere... Uh, earlier this morning uh, or that, uh, you know, if they were to push it back by two weeks, 15% more of the population would be vaccinated. The examiner this morning says the Delta threat uh, is um, itself a threat to the return of overseas travel uh, on July 19th. And if it were to be delayed, you know, I know we're talking about loosening restrictions on July 5th to allow hospitality indoors and then July 19th for foreign travel. Maybe both of those, if they were to be paused, they could be both be pushed back by by two weeks. The examiner, this, and I'm not saying that will happen. I mean, you just you just don't know. Uh, the examiner this morning has a couple of interesting stories, um, both the examiner and the Times with regards to children. Uh, the children have been missing out on shopping, schools, sports and hugs these were the things that children missed during the pandemic, according to a research in the Examiner. And the Times this morning says that there's been a huge amount of anxious children who have actually refused to return to school. Front page of The Echo today uh, talks with uh, Sally Hanlon, the Director of Support After Crime Services, and they're based on Anglesey Street. They do incredible work for people who've been victims of crime. And she says many of those who go through very traumatic experiences go through them um, because of things that happen to them uh, at the hands of underage children where the perpetrators are too young to be prosecuted. As young as eight or nine, causing damage to people's property, theft, um, snatches, handbags and things like that. And they want at, uh, you know, support after crime, they want the parents to be held responsible and accountable. So it's a front page where they talk of the very young offenders, which is interesting because it was talking yesterday about Chief Superintendent Barry McPolin saying that there are kids in the city now as young as 12 drinking and drunk. Don't forget to like and subscribe to get Red FM's News Extra daily.